Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Caitlin Caffrey, and I am, I think, the backup to the backup for the one and only Josh Baldwin. And I'm just really glad to get to be here with you guys today. I have my friend Gabby Watson on the podcast, and she's going to tell you a little bit about what she gets to do. Yeah. So like she said, I'm Gabby. I get to be the switch pastor at Life Church East Kansas City on Kansas City on the Missouri side that I've learned, Caitlin, that's a really important detail. Mm. I didn't know until I moved here, but yeah. Fascinating. What makes it pivotal to know that? There's a rival between the Kansas side and the Missouri side. So we're all Uh one city, but it's strictly different on which side you're on. So we're Uh Missouri side Uh only. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, Well, we're officially in June in the summer and we're still getting to run Switch, which is so awesome. Have you done anything really fun this summer so far, Gabby? We had a pretty epic water balloon fight, which I didn't know I missed that until we did it. I was like, wow. And then I think back to the times of, were we just filling up individual water balloons when we were younger? Because now they have like the fancy ones that fill up like 30 at a time. Right. Like what did we do before that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's super cool. Well, we in this, in June are getting to do this series called How to Read the Bible. And what I love about this series is that we are literally following the empowerment model as we go week over week. Whereas like week one, it's like I do and you watch. So we set an example of what it looks like to read the Bible wisely for our students. Mm -hmm. And then in week two, we are looking at we do it together So we got to go through the book of Leviticus, a really challenging book, and see how even that leads us to Jesus and invites us to become more like Jesus. And then in week three, I'm really excited about it because it is going to be small groups doing it together, but a lot of students just hands-on wrestling through some common questions that we get about the Bible. Like, how do I know if I'm really saved? Mm. Stuff like that. What is heaven going to be like? And questions that students have about the Bible, we're going to get to wrestle through those together and through the lens of Jesus is King and context is everything. And then in the last week of this series, we're going to have students bring their own questions to small group and with their community, find good answers using the scripture as we have been modeling and demonstrating and practicing week over week. So I'm really, really excited about this. Yeah. And especially from the angle of getting to empower our students to really lead and step up in finding answers to their own questions. That's something that sticks out to me. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about on the podcast today. Something that we do a lot is challenge our switch leaders to be consistent, Mm -hmm. to show up week over week, because we know that the impact that their consistency has on the students whose lives they get to be a part of. When we show up consistently on Wednesday nights, and then when we show up randomly throughout the week and in the things that are important to our students. 
But the question that we're asking is, what would it look like for us to challenge our students to be consistent in the same way? Mm -hmm. And do our leaders have influence in empowering our students in their consistency in the lives of their peers? When I say all that, Gabby, what are some of the first things that come to mind? Yeah, I initially think just that can be scary to like challenge your or feel the pressure to challenge your students to that because I don't know about you, but I struggle with consistency myself and just day-to-day things, the things I know I need to be doing, but then I don't. And so it's like, how can I challenge someone to rise to that when sometimes I'm not willing to do it myself? Mm. And so I think that's a really important thing, though, is that as a switch leader, you have the you have the authority, you have the empowerment to be someone that can speak that into a student because we know that, like you said, consistency can change everything, whether it's yeah. on the receiving end or you living it out yourself. Yeah, that's so good. When it comes to challenging our students in anything, but we're specifically talking about consistency, so serving attending on the weekend, being active in the lives of their small group members in group chats or movie nights, whatever that looks like. How do you challenge someone without being demanding or pushy or annoying? Like in a way that actually makes someone want to rise to the occasion. Right. Yeah. I think what comes to my mind is so uh, when it comes to working out, I love the idea of working out. And when I get into it, I'm, I really enjoy it. But the process of starting it, I'll start with maybe it's one time a week and then I'm going the next time the same week. And it's so challenging. It's like, why am I even bothering doing this? Because it's so stinking difficult when I just do it even one week at a time or the reality is once a month, whatever it is. Mm. But what I do know is that if I would just show up every single day or make it more consistent throughout the week, then I would build that muscle. It wouldn't be as daunting of a task because I know what's to come. My consistency is growing. My stamina is growing in that kind of thing. And so when we're thinking of challenging our students to show up to the weekend and to a switch experience and engage in God's word every single day, we're doing it because it's flexing a muscle that needs to be flexed more than once. It's great to come to switch on a Wednesday night, but what are they doing once they leave here? Can they say that they're the same student on a Wednesday as they are when they go home that evening or when they show up to school the next day. And so when we challenge students to show up more than once, we're encouraging them to flex a muscle that will in the end result with them strengthening their relationship with Christ in a way to not make it so, you know, direct, like you have to do this to be a good Christian is, man, God has so much more in store for you of let's just do this Mm -hmm. together. I think sometimes that can be it. It's like, hey, let's just show up and sit together on Sunday, or let's serve in our community together, or whatever that looks like, empowering them that they're the ones that can make a difference, not only in their own life, but for maybe the person sitting next to them too. That is so good. What I what I heard you touch on was this idea that following Jesus is an everyday, every moment kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's not just on Wednesday nights. It's not just on Sunday mornings. So It's like, how do we help our students develop that staying power? Mm -hmm. Like when it gets hard and when I don't feel like showing up, how do I learn how to stay consistent? And that is so important, not just when we're thinking about 
switch and switch attendance, but to our daily walk with Christ, because Mm -hmm. that's what it's supposed to be. Like we are literally challenged by Jesus himself, the guy who we're following to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow him. Mm -hmm. When I am thinking about that, Gabby, or when you're thinking about that, what are some of the things that come to mind as far as helping our students develop that kind of staying power, that kind of resilience of like, even when I don't feel like it, I'm going to be consistent? Yeah, I think that's a really big question. And I think it starts with you just being honest as a leader. Obviously, you're not giving Mm -hmm. them all the messy details of your life, but being honest of it is a challenge. You're not going to wake up one day and everything is peachy and life is great because you're following up, following Jesus. You're taking up your cross. That's incredible. But it is a grind. And when you're taking those steps of getting closer to God, the enemy is going to do everything he can Mm. to make sure that doesn't happen. And so you're probably going to face, I'd even argue, more obstacles when you're choosing to make it a part of your daily life. And students are going to feel that. And so you as a leader, you have the opportunity to share your experiences but also say that, you know what, I'm a safe place for you to have your questions of when it is a hard day, you can bring that here and somebody else is probably having a hard day with that too. And so when a student comes and they're like, I don't know if it's worth it, you have the opportunity, you get the chance to tell a student of that makes sense. And I would feel in that same spot with you and not make it such a well, you messed up once, you can't come back. If you miss one day, that's okay. Just show up the next day. Don't miss a second day. Or if you miss a week, right. don't miss another week, you know? And so just encouraging that it's a daily, daily choice, like you said, and it's not going to have all the answers at one point. I've been following Jesus for a while now, and I can still say there's sometimes I know the answer, but then I still choose not to live it out. But I know in my head what I need to do. But sometimes right. I just need that encouragement from someone that, hey, I see you and I'm in it with you. And I think that could change a lot for students. That is so good. I So I have the privilege of getting to be a high school girls small group leader where at, at Northwest where I get to lead. Mm-hmm. And I, with without a shadow of a doubt, the best small group conversations that we have ever had are the ones where I have been willing to lead with vulnerability. Mm-hmm where I have shared a story about a time where I prayed for something and for the longest freaking time, I didn't feel like that prayer was being answered. Hmm. And I had to just sit in it and keep showing up and doing the things. And, And then eventually down the road, either the prayer was answered or I got to see what was happening in me and in the people around me the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's like when I lead with stories like that and I'm vulnerable about the questions that I have asked and the things that I have doubted and the struggle that I have faced, it's just like it opens the floodgates unlike anything else to have those real and like more raw, authentic conversations. Mm -hmm. And and so that, that brings us to the point of when it comes to consistency, leading by example and leading by vulnerability and transparency about the times that we struggle, but we still choose to show up Mm -hmm. is so incredibly important. Would you say that there are any other keys to our leaders influencing their students to be consistent? We talked about vulnerability. 
we talked about like setting an example, Mm -hmm. but is there more to it than that? There is. I think a big part of it is, so you you are going to be vulnerable with your students, but what is your circle of people checking in on you look like? Or who are you being open and honest with about where you're at with God? Because yes, we're going to share with our group, but that's not our life group. That's not the people we're truly doing life with, but we all need someone because you're going to have a day where you don't feel like showing up or you're like, do I, am I actually called to speak into these students? Do I actually Mm -hmm. have what it takes? And you need people around you to remind you, hey, where are you at with God? And be honest. I think the worst thing I did for a lot of my life is I put on the front of like, yeah, I'm good. Even to the people I trusted the most, I would just put on a brave face kind of thing. But then I was left alone to actually, and I had no one to help me out of it instead of letting Mm. people in and being raw and real of where I was at. And I think it would have changed a lot if I could truly recognize where I was with God and allow people to help bridge the gap or help me in those doubts and in those questions. And so I would say that falls into leading by example, but just check in with who are, who are you allowing to speak into your life? What does that circle look like and how do you find the right people? That's so good. And that leads me to just wanting to shout out my life group, most of whom, which I actually serve with on Wednesday nights, which is so fun. Mm -hmm. Like we range, you know, getting to serve with middle schoolers to early high schoolers to, you know, getting to see some of our students off through graduation. And it is just so incredibly special to get to like be on the same mission with Mm -hmm. the people that I am sharing those more vulnerable, like check in, hey, how am I actually doing type of conversations with? And something that me and my life group did over the last year was instead of doing any type of like message content or discussion, we actually just each took turns telling our stories. Mm -hmm. Like it was like one night, Caitlin just sits down and tells her whole life story and uh, allows people to ask questions and dig in and just get to know me more. And I think that was something that, A, was unique and special about getting to do it over the summer. And B, it just built this vulnerability and this equity and this deeper base of knowledge. And now people can check in with me in a different way because they know the things that I have walked through in my story. And I think what you're saying is so incredibly valuable of do you have those people who know your story and can ask you the right questions Mm -hmm. when you're feeling like, I don't want to show up because we all have those days, but we have those days for different reasons and having the person who can see and know to ask the right question is absolutely critical for sure. So anyways, I talked about summer a little bit, and I think it's interesting that we're having this conversation about consistency over the summer when that's probably one of the hardest seasons to be consistent. For sure. So what would you say to our leaders, number one, about just how to do this summer season well with their small groups? And then number two, how do you lead your students to be consistent over the summer when schedule is crazy? Right. Yeah, I think a major thing is make sure you have their contact information and not just theirs, but their parents or their guardians, because that's the biggest piece is maybe they do travel all over the place for the summer. They're visiting grandparents, whatever it is. 
But is there somebody there just texting and reminding them, hey, I'm still here and I still care. Even if you're gone for a minute, like all that matters is that you come back to us. And so Mm -hmm. just staying consistent in that and making their parents a part of it too of, hey, I would love to see you and your student this Sunday or whatever that looks like for them. Of Because what's unique about Switch, we all know, is that sometimes we'll never see their parents. Some parents just drop their student on a Wednesday and they don't come on a Sunday. But what are some unique ways that maybe as a Switch leader, you can invite the entire family to be part of the Sunday? Maybe you guys choose to, hey, let's go. I'd love to go to lunch together and just hear how what's happening in your life, what's happening in your family, how I can be supporting you. And the reality is maybe you won't see them all summer and that's okay too, but just know that you can have their contact information, meet them where they're at and remind them that even when you go away that, or they go away, you'll still be there and ready to greet them when they get back. Come on. That's so good. I, as we're kind of wrapping this up, you have a leader at your campus who I think just demonstrates that ability to challenge students without being annoying, pushy, demanding, but actually being genuinely empowering. And this story is awesome. And it has to do with how she led through the Switch Fights Human Trafficking Movement. So Mm -hmm. I would love for you to share that. Yeah. So Gwen has been serving here at East Kansas City since Switch launched here just a few months ago. And she is here every single week, no matter what she has going on. But she is passionate about fighting human trafficking. And so she does that in just her daily life. That's already part of something she does. And so when we talked about Switch Fights Human Trafficking, she's like, God is answering all these prayers because she's been wanting it to be involved and didn't know the doors to take. And so it was truly an answer to prayer for her that this is something we were talking about. And specifically what she's passionate about is students recognizing that they can be a hero. It doesn't take somebody that's Mm -hmm. older or has all the training to step in and save someone from getting into human trafficking or pull them out of it. And so she took the time during this entire time we were talking about switch fights, human trafficking in the weeks following, and she's showing students what it looks like to recognize maybe a friend that is in danger of being susceptible to human trafficking, or maybe making notes of what kind of question, like questionable things that is happening in their life. And she's all about showing students that they can be the ones to make sure their friends don't get trapped in something they never intended to be in. And so she's truly lived out what it looks like to empower students that she doesn't have all the answers, but she's guiding them as they have questions. And she says, I don't know, but I'll find the answer and getting them equipped and prepared to go out into their schools and on their teams to make a difference and just support their friends right there around them. That's absolutely incredible. When you think about what some of the fruit has been on your campus and in that small group and in other small groups, have you seen kind of like a ripple effect of students stepping up and like supporting each other from that? For sure. Yeah. There's been a new thing of where students feel empowered to call each other like, hey, no, that's not that's not how we're going to act. Or even if it's something small, Mm. like you're a leader, remember you're a leader kind of thing. And so it's kind of a different thing where leaders aren't having to step in to do the directive conversation or redirecting. Students are doing it for each other because they're holding each other to a higher standard. And it's crazy because it's like Mm. middle school girls that are hey, you're better than that kind of thing, which is awesome. But I can't say in middle school, that's what I was doing. (laughs) I'm going to be really honest, but it's been really cool to see. And I know it's just the beginning of all that's to come from it, especially as they go into a new school year and all the things that come with that as well. 
That is absolutely incredible. And what I hope that you as leaders hear a saying is that you have influence, Mm -hmm. like so much influence. Gwen like stepped into the space that she was passionate about and encouraged and challenged her group to show up for each other and to notice things and to call them out and to step in and step up. And that doesn't mean that Gwen is or was perfect, but this is a space that she was passionate about and she sees the moment. Right. And I think that that is something that, that we as leaders can do as well. So what we've talked about in this episode with leading with vulnerability of like, hey, this is something that I'm really passionate about. And then having the consistency to continue to say the same thing in every opportunity that we get to interact with a student. I, I think that that is a piece of consistency. Like it's, it's showing up consistently, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But are we continually sending the same message? Like, hey, I value you. I want you here. You're a leader. You have influence with your peers. Whatever those things might be, we have the opportunity to be consistent in the way that we show up and also consistent in the language that we use and the way that we talk to our students. But that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Be vulnerable (laughs) about the areas where you struggle to be consistent. And just recognize that following Jesus is that everyday, every moment thing. But we have so much grace for the process and the journey. His mercies are new every single morning because men, we need them to be. (laughs) And so when I think about the topic of consistency as we wrap up, I, I think about one of Pastor Craig's messages from earlier this year in the Pre Decide series. And he talked about these ideas of defining the why, having a really clear and compelling why for doing the thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So what does it look like for you as a switch leader to really clearly like define and spell out your why for why you want to lead and invest in these students? And then what does it look like for you to challenge our switch students to have a really clear why about why they value showing up, what God is doing in and through their lives that really matters to them? And then planning to fail. Because what we know is that we are not going to be perfect. That's good. And then there's this beautiful thing that happens when we define our why and we plan to fail is we actually fall in love with the process because we start to see experientially that God's grace really is sufficient for us and that he is right there walking beside us, ready to pick us up when we fall down and that it's worth it to keep going. And so that's what we want to leave you guys with as we think about moving through the rest of this summer. What are those little things that you can do to define your why and plan to fail and fall in love with the process and just choose to use your influence to empower our students to be consistent and to take their walk with Jesus to the next level over the summer. Gabby, is there any final thoughts that you have? No, I'm just excited for what's to come from that as we're challenging our students to rise to it. And I know that they will. Come on. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the Switch Leader podcast, where we decide today the leader will be tomorrow.